What's going on? This is Jacob and Moritz Podcast. We're here with uh, Lee today. How are you, Lee? I'm good, mate. Thanks for having me. Oh, good. Um, you're going to be here on the show regularly, so um, yeah. so I hope you guys enjoy, and girls, and uh, hoping everyone will listen in. So, um, so mate, uh, experiences on bullying and uh, and stuff through high school. How was that for you? Mate, high school is always a interesting time. Yeah. And, uh, you don't know as much as you know when you, you get a bit older. So yeah, um, yeah. But overall, it was a it's a good experience for yeah. some. But there's also a, yeah probably a dark side, bit of a darker side to high school. That's well, yeah. There's a lot of um behind the scenes of what people feel in high school, and uh, a lot of it isn't heard. So such as yet but Hmm. people need to understand that like other people feel different emotions to what other people feel you say for the classic mainstream high school and then there's like the little special education like in the middle of that you know um it's very tough for them to uh cope with like going into mainstream classes when they've been in the disability sector their whole life Hmm. And, um, you know, like, focusing on, like, people like that. And, you know, mainstream people, they can always, like, they always, some people sometimes help out and, uh, they, um, help out with people with disabilities, which, uh, I'm very happy about, but there's not a lot of people out there like that. Yeah. And, and how did you find it? Um... Well, I found it really difficult at the time because um, I was struggling with, like, you know, everything that was going on and stuff and, um, like, with my mother and, like, her relationships. And then I'll go to school and feel more depressed and anxious about going to school. And it wasn't just that. It was more about the start of school when, like, the first, like, the when you go back from the year before and it's up a high grade, um, you know, I felt more stress when every single grade came up. Like, say, year, like, um, you know, like, year 9 and 10 was all right. But then I got to 11, 11, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. Uh, I started getting bullied on. I started getting picked on. And, like, you know, year and 9, year 9 and 10 had like a lot of picking on but like like year 11 was the worst and throughout primary school was getting picked on so it was it was kind of a difficult situation for me but I coped with it like through my mechanisms and you know um getting through that like tough stage of school I coped with it because I have sensory issues so like you know I'd always bring something to school that I could feel or or something like that you know yeah, unfortunately, uh, kids can be cruel, mate. And yeah. like I said, we're we're not uh, educated enough when we're we're younger. We don't think about other people's feelings enough when we're when we're going through that stage. And that's that is how it is. But um, yeah, it's good that there's a bit more awareness around it now. Yeah, well, you know, there is a lot more aware in it, awareness around it, but there's not enough to like to actually stop the bullying inside of a high school or a primary school, so... Yeah, it's it's not an easy job. No. Stopping it altogether, but it's... 
And you know, with the with the amount of kids that go through the high school each year, like it'd be hard for the like the principals and stuff and the head administrators and all that. It'd be hard for them, you know. Yeah, yeah, certainly. It's um, you know, well, you've got hundreds of kids to, you know, only a fraction of, of the amount of teachers and staff at schools. So it's it's always going to make it tough to to be able to knock it on the head altogether, but. Yeah, but see, there's a thing like you can you can go to a school and not be prepared for it. No one's ever prepared for school, um, but there's ways you can deal with it. You know, there's ways you can cope with like getting bullied. I know it's not the easiest, but one of the uh, best strategies is just to ignore them. They might come by back, but you know they'll suddenly stop. Like, you'll be there one day and they'll stop, like, all together. And they're like, okay, this guy's ignoring me. There's not going to be enough, like, interaction with me and him, Get like, me bullying him. So, basically, we'll stop doing that and we'll probably move on to the next person. That's what they probably say, but, um, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, bullies will tend to pick on the easy target, so... Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's probably been, if we're all honest with ourselves, there's probably been times through that we went through school that we all regretted, you know. I don't think yeah, any yeah. of us went through school perfectly and um, did things we probably regret doing, but... Um, oh, yeah, of course. Like, um, I think it was grade uh, grade 10. Um, this guy named uh, Trey, he came up to me and he started picking on me and I said, do you really feel good about picking on someone with a disability? I was like, yeah, I do actually. So it was in like the class and then like as soon as I came back through the class, I just punched him, which I shouldn't have, and it was a false move to do, but I really knocked him silly, so... It's probably the false move to do, so I never try that at like at school. No, and you certainly don't want to condone violence. Um, no. Ever, but at the same time, you know, you, to a certain extent, you do have to stand up for yourself as well, and yeah, again, not be not be the easy target. Um, yeah. And if you see it happening to someone else, again, it's it's hard when you're in school and you're probably not in this kind of mind frame, but you you've got to do your best to to make people aware that you know behaving like that's not okay yeah, it's not okay to sure, treat people like sure. that so yeah yeah no it's definitely hard in situations where like the guy is a lot more like mainstream than you and you know you're trying hard just to ignore him and he's just coming back and biting more and more each day um but thing is if you ignore it there's gonna be a lot less chance that he's gonna come back up and do it the next day. Yeah, and it's again, it's important to understand. We've all got our own stories, mate, and our own yeah. our own lives, and um, yeah, yeah. we're all dealing with different issues as well. So, yeah. um, you know, being empathetic is, you know, is a is a is a pretty important skill to have. Yeah, being able sure. to put yourself in someone else's shoes and try to at least understand. Yeah who they um, are and what they're going through, so... And, yeah. you know, some people you just can't help them whatsoever and when you want to help them, yeah, it's too late. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, 
you can only do your best, mate. Um, yeah. To try and help someone, everyone's responsible for their own actions at the end of the day. But and I guess this is why we made this podcast is because we're going to help people out, like figure out how to deal with the like the bullying and like all that. And yeah, know, I mean, we're, we're we're in no way we're psychiatrists or anything like that no, or no, professionals just, to deal with this. No, no, <laughs> it's just a bit bit close to you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's um, it's fairly close to me, and I've. I suffer with a lot of disabilities and I got bullied a lot and a lot through it. So I know how to handle it and mm-hmm. um, I'm no way a professional whatsoever, but <laughs> <laughs> I know how to uh, deal with it properly. So Yeah, I mean, everyone's going to deal with it in their own yeah. certain ways, but um, yeah. yeah, it helps having um, gone through it to sort of lend some assistance there, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, you know, you find, like, say, little hobbies to, like, fix up that time of you being sad or depressed or lonely. You find little hobbies just like this. So I found this hobby. And um, I'm quite enjoying it. Like, yep. first day, first podcast. It's um, it's really nice getting to talk to someone about this stuff for yep. once and feeling like, you know... All you listeners, if you're ever going to listen out there, um, you'll hear this and feel like you're welcome kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's good to know there's people out there who can relate a bit to yourself. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, just try and not, uh, not be alone in it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, the main thing is like, some people choose to be lonely and some people choose to actually seek help and not give out much attention for it. Yeah, it's... Uh, mate, it's always harder to... You might feel like, you know, you're on your own, but... Um, yeah. And again, everyone's different, but... Yeah. It's always better to share this stuff with people that can try and at least support you than, than trying to deal with it on your own. It's... That's yeah, when, um, yeah. you can, and you it's know. a bit, it's a bit hard for other people because not many people have a supportive system in their life, like say I do. Yeah, yeah, which not, yeah, some yeah. people definitely got it a bit more challenging than others in that regard. So I mean, some of their mothers and fathers out there don't really listen to them, or they're off doing work. They're working like, you know, like forty eight hours a week and. All that, so it's kind of difficult for them to like seek help, sort of thing. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, as I said, it's, it can be more challenging for for some people than it is yeah. for others without support yeah. network around them. But um, yeah, for sure. Jakey, you, hey, you've uh, you've now been training for a while in the gym. Yeah, I sure have, and um, it's been a lot more better for me it's been like amazing i mean i've got such a supportive system in the gym and outside the gym i mean gym i can i can feel at home but also let all my anger and like depression anxiety Mm -hmm. and like sadness all that on the gym and at the end of it i just feel worn off and i feel like i'll go for a great sleep yep and it's just amazing, like, and plus you're building up your body as you go. It's not just about mental health and all that, but mainly yep. it's important to focus on your mental health side of things with that sort of stuff. Yeah, certainly. So would you say is a 
just as a result of going to the gym regularly, uh, your mental health improved. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Like, you know, um, going to the gym has actually helped me focus on, like, my mental health for once and, like, feel like I feel kind of... I don't know, it's hard to explain like that. Yeah, it's the... um, I guess the gym gives you a task... Yeah. A difficult task that you yeah. have to focus on and completing that task, you know, gives it, you a it great... It makes you feel better. It does. gives you a sense of achievement and, yeah. Um, you feel, yeah, you feel quite productive and yeah, yeah. obviously you've got the, the, the chemical reaction in the brain, endorphins and stuff like that, but yeah, um, I've certainly found that um, the, the gym and, and especially strength training in this regard is, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. is a massive training, tool in yeah. the fight for you know, better mental health, so... Yeah, well, I've always enjoyed strength training more than, like, say, the cardio side of things, yeah. so, like, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, um... It, mate, I've definitely noticed the the benefits for you and for many others doing it, so... Yeah, because you're, um... You're a part of the NDIS, basically, now. You train a lot of, uh... A lot of people with, um... Say, like, mental illnesses... Yeah, um, different disabilities, yeah. Yeah, so um, it's very, it can be very challenging for you sometimes in a sense, but you also feel rewarded at the end of that day. Yeah, definitely made it, um, you know, I think it makes you appreciate that. Um, what you got in life. You yeah, know? certainly, and that, yeah. you know, just because you've got a disability doesn't mean you can't live a full life, you know, so. Exactly, and... um. Some of the people that you train is just amazing what they can do, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely, mate. They're, you know, they're, even though they're, they might be dealing with challenges that um, people without disability wouldn't be, it yeah. doesn't make them any less capable of, and in some cases, even more capable of, yeah, yeah. of, um, of living a full life. So, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it is. It's inspirational to see, mate. And, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, certainly makes you appreciate things. Yeah, definitely. And um, while I'm sitting here half asleep right now, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, no, it's it's definitely like a. It must be really rewarding for you to work with guys like me and all your other clients, you know. Yeah, definitely. It's um, again, it makes you. The issues you think you've got going on are really not that big a deal. Yeah. Um, and you kind of like focus on them, like. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Certainly, it's um, it is. It's a good leveler, and yep, yep. um, yeah, I'm certainly in awe of um, how you know how, how the people I work with and, and the people I've sort of seen that have yeah. disabilities, how they how they deal with it day to day and how they, they get on with things and, and don't use it as an excuse. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is, it's, yeah, it's pretty awesome to, to watch. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm always think, figuring out some sort of excuse at the gym, I guess. And um, yeah. and at the end of the day, you say, mate, do you want to get big and strong or do you want to live a lifestyle of, you know, not achieving what you want at the end of the day? Yeah. And, um, of course, I always pick the big and strong one, but, um, yeah. Yeah, and we're certainly, uh, certainly a process for you, isn't it? We're, yeah. We're getting there slowly. Yeah. Um, Try and change your lifestyle around. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, but we're yeah, we're making steps. We're making yeah, steps. Yeah. It's all progress. Yeah, definitely. And um, you know, making progress is key, obviously. And feeling, I feel like I'm actually wanted when I come to the gym. Yep. Like, you know, it's the same with my mother. I feel wanted, but like when I go to the gym. You know, some of the gym members and some of the gym staff are always there, like... Yep. And that's the best part about it, like... You know, Jets has always been there for me, in a sense, Mm and I feel great about it. And, um, you know, all those people there and just... not going to name their names, but, um, yeah. Yeah, so, which touches back on the, the point of... You know your support network and how yeah. it definitely certainly makes things easier when you when you've got a good support network around you. So, yeah. you know, if you can find an environment that you feel supported and yep, yep. Um, you know makes you feel good and makes yeah. you feel happy, well, that's that's obviously pretty important. So, yeah, for sure. And um, mainly uh, feeling like actually wanted in some sort of area. Yeah, and and as you say, Jake, you probably had a few challenges in school, and yep, yeah, yeah, you that's can struggle for sure. to you can struggle to see where you fit. Yeah, yeah, in the world. So with uh with my Tourette's and like Asperger's and all that, it wasn't very easy for me, but I found coping mechanisms mm-hmm. and um felt kind of a bit better for it, and yep. um at that as I said at that year eleven, it was as it was a battle to even finish year 11. Finally found myself a job and just left. Yep. Like, mum said, that's it. I think if it, I think he's had enough. I can't push him any more longer mm-hmm. to go to that school because it's just not working for him. Yep. Yeah, so it's obviously just finding what, uh, what worked for you, mate. You, yeah. you went to TAFE, didn't you? I did, yes. Yeah. Um, How did you find that? Is that a bit better? Yeah, I got bullied in TAFE as well, mm. which was a problem. Um, a lot of drama happened at TAFE, and I just, uh, I, I finished my course and I left. Yep, yep. So probably TAFE wasn't. TAFE isn't the easiest thing. I mm. recommend if you have a lot of mental illness or if you're struggling a bit, just go to the gym. Yep. Just you know. Everybody, like, everybody should always have a plan B to go to the gym. It is fucking amazing. All your dolphins release and everything. Yeah. It's like, it's amazing feeling afterwards. Yeah. You know, obviously, provided you can find the, again, find the right environment for yourself where you feel comfortable. And yeah. It's it's good, um, you know, obviously, you, you're looking after your health and fitness, Jakey, but it's also good um, socially for you as well oh man if you find that right gym to make you feel like you're socially active Mm. and like make you feel like you know you can speak to someone Mm. in that gym like if you find a gym where you can speak to someone in that gym about your mental health you know that's a great gym Mm. yeah i think you you look forward to the social aspect just as much as the training side of it. Yeah, you? I yep. do. And um, probably more the social uh, aspect <laughs> than the gym. But yep. 
I love the gym as well. You know, getting those endorphins released yep. and like feeling like you've actually succeeded with something at the end of the day. Yep. And progress, man. I tell you, progress is amazing. Yep. You know, you see me staring at the mirrors every day, so it's like <laughs> keep you away from them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's no, it's good, mate. It's all it's all things that are making you feel good. Which yeah, at the end of the day is, you know, staring in the mirror makes you feel good, mate. Well, yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we'll be right back in about five minutes. I'm just gonna have another coffee. <laughs> Thank you, guys. It's time for the funnies. We're gonna crack a couple of dados, dad jokes. <laughs> Dados, I never heard them called Dados before. Oh, wait, Dados. Good. Yeah. Finish off the show with a bit of a laugh. Yeah. Cheer everyone up a bit. Yeah, that's what it. you reckon? Yeah, that sounds good. Beautiful. Sounds like Beautiful. a plan, mate. Sounds like a plan, Stan. Um, now, what, do you want to go one for one here? or? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Have you got enough jokes? or? Probably not. I've got plenty, so. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just quite a funny guy, so. Yeah, fuck. No, not really. I've, no. I've stolen all this material. So. Yeah, no, that's not good. Um... I'm going camping on the weekend. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be intense. <laughs> Mate, give that one about a five. Five out of ten? Oh, I need to lift my game. That's pretty poor, yeah, isn't yeah. it? It's pretty, pretty bloody poor. Yeah. That's a, that's um, a, um, keep in mind, these are daggy dad jokes, so yeah. Um, if you're here for, for an actual good joke, you're, you're probably in the wrong place. Yeah, no. Yeah. We're not certified comedians. <laughs> if there was ever a certified comedian. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think comedians get certified, man. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Can you actually be the world's funniest comedian or, or like something? Um, I think every comedian thinks they're the funniest comedian in the world. <laughs> Along with all the depression that they have yeah. of not being oh, the world's yes. funniest comedian. Yes. Um, okay. Um, mate, I had, a, I had a teacher named Miss Turtle. Yeah? She taught us very well. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Keep that about a three, I think. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's a that's a score for me. Normally, um, m- normally my jokes are about a one out of ten. So you're pretty happy with a three? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, now again, I I I have stolen this material off a friend of mine. Um, yeah. Did you hear about the restaurant on the moon? No. Great food, but just no atmosphere. <laughs> <coughs> oh, pretty happy with that, or? Oh, mate, I'd have to give that a um, probably been another eight. Another eight? That's I'm I'm happy with an eight. I'll take yeah. an eight. Yeah. Yeah. Have you got any more, mate? Um, right. What's the dead one of these? What's one of these? What's the dead one of these? I don't know. Looks like that. I don't know what you're talking about. Spider, dead one. Looks like that. Is that the joke? Man, I gotta be. I gotta <laughs> admit something. I'm not very good at jokes. All right. Mate, I, that's why I just stole my, my material from somewhere else because yeah, I'm, yeah. fu- I'm not funny at all. So yeah. Um. Oh, I got one for you. Um. There's a nudist convention on in town next week. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I might go if I have nothing on. <laughs> Fuck sakes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's right. not bad. That's alright. That's alright. Um, this one's probably pretty appropriate for you right now, mate. Yeah. 
Stealing hot drinks. It's not my cup of tea. <laughs> Far out. Oh my god. Oh, that's not bad. And this is probably where we end the episode, to be honest. <laughs> Finish with a bang, mate. That was. Um, do you want one more, or yeah? Yeah, we'll, we'll do one more. We'll do one more. Um. Well, I was in the car the other day. Yep, yep. And I was um, I did reverse back into a car spot. Yep, yep. And I thought, ah, oh, this takes me back. <laughs> oh, like I'm just gonna like crawl into a little ball and just hide there. I've got plenty more of these, so no, just stop right no, there. Okay, yeah. I'll provide some next. next Thank you guys episode. for listening. Um, Thanks, yeah, no, nah, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> No, um, thank you guys for listening. We'll be back with another podcast next week. Um, probably not even listening. This has probably turned you off our podcast now, our little dad jokes. But um, oh, I'm sure we'll bring plenty of people in, mate. Oh, mate, plenty, of yeah. course. Yep. Um, yeah. So I hope you guys enjoy this uh this uh first podcast and um. Yeah, enjoy yourself for the rest of the week and I hope you guys enjoy. It's Wednesday. Be happy. Goodbye. Want to say anything?